0: Six minutes past the top of the hour, this is the Bushels and Barrels program. Thank you for tuning in. I am Ryan Peter, your host. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me, Barrels one at gmail.com to be a part of the program. As usual, I am joined by my lovely wife, Jessica. Say hello, Jessica.
1: Hello, Jessica.
0: Jessica, how's it going?
1: It's going. It's going really good. We've had a great week this week.
0: We really have. Besides, we had some kind of little small illness or whatever. Uh, we've had a great week.
1: Yeah, we're shaking it off.
0: We are shaking it um, off. Did you get tested?
1: Not at all. Neither did I.
0: <laughs> and why didn't you get tested?
1: Well, when I spoke to the doctor that I did visit, which is a functional doctor, uh, I asked the question, if it is the flu or if it is the Rona or if it is the fact that I'm just mid-30s, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, what's the treatment? She said treatment's the same, so... There so,
0: why get tested, right? Why get tested. Why so get I tested didn't... and contact traced and ruin yeah. everybody's life around you? Yeah. Exactly. Anyways,
1: I don't care. Treatment's the same. It's fine. Cool. Yeah. In other news, you're married to a blonde.
0: I sure am.
1: <laughs> Not really. <laughs>
0: you got some highlights going on. Yeah.
1: So, funny story. I went to the hairdresser, got my got my girlfriend, and I said, hey, how, how do you... <sighs> how realistic is it for me to like put a little bit of blonde in my hair? My sisters at Christmas were making fun of me because my grays are coming through and I call them glitter strands. And I sent her a picture and I said, do you think this is realistic at all? And she was like, you're what we call a unicorn in the world of hairdressing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I go and get this done and I come in and I talked to Ryan for five minutes and he doesn't know. He doesn't, he doesn't see, he doesn't that notice. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You don't notice.
0: I didn't mean to.
1: It was awful. You know, there's certain things that guys just, <sighs> when
0: you walked in, I knew something was different.
1: Well, you should have said something. What?
0: <laughs> like I said, I knew something <laughs> was different. It didn't like strike me as exactly what, it was. you should have came in with your hair blue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good thing I didn't go and, like, get offended by it and, like, go and run in the corner and hide, cry.
0: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if, if you would have colored your hair blue or bright red or something, you could have went and got a job at Casey's or Walmart.
1: Let me just say this. I'm glad that your mind is on other things other than my hair. It's on, you know, providing for your family and, and important things uh, <laughs> like work. So Exactly. I'm glad, and I know a lot of women would be like, well, I don't feel that way. Well, that's fine, but I do. I feel, I feel, I'm perfectly fine with you not noticing my hair yeah, though, all right it would be nice
0: all right but i
1: have to give you a hard time about it
0: but i make a living every day and i'm you thinking do. about nuts bolts and bearings
1: you do i just want to be pretty exactly. for you but when
0: i'm not making a living what do we do we go to nashville tennessee
1: yes which is what we did this past weekend that
0: was a great time it was great it, you know the older that i get means that i'm not in my young 20s anymore and i'm in my approaching middle 40s very quickly Whenever we go to bars, I don't necessarily pay attention to hot women as much as I used to. Obviously, if they stand out, I do.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm there, so you better be paying attention. (laughs) Uh, Damn
0: right. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) So I like to be social whenever we go out to these places and talk to the people there, especially when I'm away from home, because these are people that I like to think are like me, but I got to go talk to them just to make sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and in Nashville, the first night that we were down there, we were in what they call Midtown And Midtown is a place where your students from Vanderbilt and Belmont University like to hang out a lot. So I was around a bunch of, or we were, around a bunch of 20-year-olds. And, you know, I'm going to guess most of the demographic was what, 25-ish? I would say. 20 to 25?
1: Yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah. It was a young crowd, exactly very young crowd,
0: and and we met some really really cool people that we'll probably never ever talk to again. But one of the people that we met was a, a an immigrant who is now a legal citizen of the United States from Australia.
1: I, I think he just has a visa.
0: He just has a visa as yeah, of right now because okay. he had
1: to go. He he was living in Japan. His visa was up in Japan and Over and, in Japan. <laughs> over in Japan.
0: That's my wife who's good at geography.
1: It was up, like the up, like it was Oh the visa was up timeline. Time was up. Time the time was was up. up. <laughs> oh my
0: god. And this is her husband who's good at time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Jeez, So the time was up on his visa in Japan. So he had to go back to Australia, re-up it, renew it, whatever. And then get the hell back out of there. Yeah. So he went there briefly um, in the last few weeks and then came back to the States.
0: Right, right. And
1: landed in Nashville.
0: And the reason that he came back to the United or came to the United States is because of one word. It's called freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. And the draconian measures that the the country and continent of Australia has has put on their people is, it's just, this is what socialism and communism look like. And, you know, he told a a very interesting story about how ridiculous, ridiculously serious they are about covid and yeah, mask wearing to this.
1: so if you're walking down the street and you you've got to have your mask on no matter where you go so you've got your mask on but you can have a cup of coffee and if you have your cup of coffee in your hand and you're walking down the street you can have your mask down all right but if a policeman comes to you and says let me see your coffee that's inside of your cup and there's no coffee in there you will be arrested
0: so the police are checking for coffee in your cup when your mask is down to make f- for sure that you have drinking. a reason yeah. that your mask is down. De- this is yes. ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is outside. <laughs> outside to yeah. boot.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. But, I, you know, I love cops, but those are jackasses.
1: Yeah, I think I think that there's other words yeah, to describe. I, I Even I, worse. Yeah, This is a regime.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, you know, of the other people that we met while we were down there, uh, like I said, they were college kids. And I just got the feeling by talking to these college kids. And and let me preface this by whenever I think of college kids, I think of a bunch of entitled um, people snowflakes. who have, snowflakes. It's been mm-hmm. brainwashed into thinking you have to have a four or six year degree in order to be anything in life.
1: And, you know, there are some of those. Oh, I agree. Yeah.
0: But this is, I mean, clearly anecdotal, mm-hmm. but it's worth something. Yeah, You know, these kids that we talked to while we were there, they're not about these these rules, mm-hmm. these these rob this robbing of our freedom,
1: mm-hmm. these
0: draconian measures yeah. that are being taken.
1: You know what else I noticed? What's that? Racism is dead. Man, I, I, that's I just, no kidding. I just want you to know that racism is dead. I, in, I agree in this totally. Mm-hmm. Just
0: by being at those bars in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: all makes and models, everything sizes and all of it
0: and all of it. I didn't meet one bad person down there. No,
1: super I met, nice.
0: I met people that I don't live their lifestyle, obviously.
1: Yes, I think you were hit on by a couple gentlemen. Well, there was one
0: pretty flamboyant <laughs> gentleman down there. Do you know what? Even as flamboyant, one earring. I mean, the dude looked like George Michael. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he was nice as nice can be. He just talked like this. Well, mm. but he was nice as nice could be. Mm-hmm. I don't think he could change a flat tire. But he was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the fact that he was flamboyant, I wouldn't. There was nothing wrong with him. No. So I just I, think
1: it's funny that you got hit on by I'm, men, hey, by I'm gentlemen, a... <laughs> more than once.
0: All the girls hit on me. Now we're getting guys hitting on me, right, honey? <laughs>
1: No, you didn't have any girl's head on you. Don't lie.
0: No, I really didn't. I'm looking, I'm looking like I'm in my mid forties, aren't I? No, you look great. Exactly.
1: We found you a cowboy outfit, which was hilarious and oh, fun. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I figured if we're going to go downtown Nashville, I need to play the part.
1: Oh yeah. So we got the the cowboy hat and then you're like, you're not, no, I'm not a poser. I'm not going to wear the hat.
0: <laughs> so yeah. there goes yeah. the hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: But you did look nice in your get up.
0: Well, yeah, I had a button up the front shirt with a vest on. Mm-hmm. So totally. you know, I didn't feel like I would look too out of place right there.
1: You didn't. You look very nice. You looked yourself. Well, thank you. Yeah.
0: Oh, we had a great time down there. And and like I said, these college kids, they give me a little bit of hope. The ones we met anyway, gave me a little bit of hope of the direction that we're going to be going, because if they're in their early to mid twenties and sick and tired of this crap,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're the ones that's coming up. Mm hmm. And if they don't want their freedom stolen, that's a good sign. Yeah.
1: We met so many interesting people. And let me tell you the story about this woman who her eyelashes were uh, as big as my bangs, I think. And oh, um, yeah. <laughs> it was very interesting gal. This one chick came over and then the the three of them. Well, one was from New York, one were, one was from Chicago and one was from L.A. So they had all this different story and they could have been lying. I don't know. All the blue states were covered but they were conservative women. Here's the funny thing about the chick with the eyelashes and I couldn't tell you her name. I I think I might have followed her on Instagram and in, Was in it her birthday? Her. Uh yes, yeah, she I think said so. she
0: turned 32 and she looked every bit of 20.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, so she tells me, I said, "So what do you do?" And she says, "Well, I actually bartend over there, but I'm moving to Miami." And I'm like, "Okay, well, we're downtown Broadway." Um whenever we met this girl. And she literally says, I have a fans only page, and I said, "Do what? Uh, okay, I'm gonna go back to my table." <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, she goes on. I said, "Well, what is your what is your topic? What is the topic of your fans only?" And she said, um, "Trump is daddy." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> okay, so she talks. She gives his speeches or talks about politics in her underwear. And she says she makes so much money. What were
0: the figures she threw out?
1: I'm not even going to say that. I don't know. Go
0: ahead. They were like ten thousand a month or something.
1: Ten to sixteen thousand a month,
0: and that was what she turns in. But she gets paid by
1: different avenues, and I didn't even ask. I don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. But wow. very, very thought provoking. Like what? Exactly. What?
0: I'd say, but you know what? If she's making that much money, it means capitalism is working well. There must be mm-hmm. a demand out there for good-looking chicks.
1: In, in her under, she's like, I just talk about politics. And she was Lando skinny win. as a
0: bean pole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's one of those girls. Pretty that, pretty gal. I, gal. I, she's pretty, but she's almost too skinny.
1: <laughs> okay. For your liking. For
0: my liking. you like them flick. Damn
1: right. A <laughs> little bit of muscle.
0: We have the meats. Mm. So that's what's going on in the lower 48. If we switch gears, head north a little bit to Canada, there's some wild stuff going on up there. Have you heard any of this?
1: Mm, the Ronald McDonald House? Yes. Is that what you're referring to?
0: So what happened with the Ronald McDonald House?
1: I believe they're, they are evicting patients and their families if they are not fully vaccinated.
0: Unbelievable. By a
1: certain date in January. I believe that's...
0: So the story I get is there's a four-year-old where he and his parents are staying in a Ronald McDonald House while he, he is getting treated for... Or leukemia
1: correct yes
0: and they're kicking him out because he and his parents are not vaccinated you know i sat back and thought about this let's assume this is a huge assumption and it's a false assumption in my opinion but that that, that part's my opinion let's assume that these vaccines are number one perfectly safe and number two are 100 percent or 99 percent effective if you could prove that mm-hmm. would it be okay to have this mandate no because it still robs you of individual freedom. freedom. Exactly. But here's where I went with this in my mind. You know, whenever you have a kid or an adult, doesn't matter, who's getting treated for any sort of cancer and they're going through chemo and radiation, you know, that destroys their immune system. And the one thing we do know about COVID is that it loves people with comorbidities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like mm-hmm. that's that's where people, that's where your deaths come from when it comes to right. COVID. Right. Well, this kid obviously has a comorbidity, a huge one.
1: Yes, leukemia. And he's
0: living with a very, very immunocompromised system, Mm -hmm. as well as anybody else is probably in that Ronald McDonald house. So if that makes it in there, that could really be devastating for those kids that are sick.
1: Yes. It's still individual freedoms. That's what I have a problem with, the mandate.
0: Exactly. Now, granted, this is Canada, not the United States, Mm -hmm. and they are way more socialist than we are. But we are going to give them a run for their money if we don't watch it.
1: I think we're winning.
0: It breaks your heart to know that any kid has leukemia. That just breaks your heart. And I try to step back at it, and I try to look at it from the Ronald McDonald House's view of maybe they have somebody that's just ignorant. And whenever I say ignorant, I don't mean stupid. I mean ignorant. Like, they don't know any better. And they really think that these vaccines are both effective and safe. And maybe that's the reason they came up with that rule.
1: Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. You know, another thing that's going on in Canada... They they are masked Nazis. Did you hear about the person that went to shopping at like it's a, it's called Dollarama? Mm-mm. It's basically the Dollar General of Canada. Okay, so I've got a soundbite right here of what actually happened and. <laughs> I'll just. I'm gonna play the sound bite, and we'll just we'll just let it speak for itself. So I'm at the store trying to shop right now.
1: No pictures in the store. Oh, please? it's not
0: a picture. It's a video. Sir,
1: you would not keep your mask up. Now it is up for the video. No, no. Please, here. Please leave the store.
0: I was trying to smell these candles here to shop at uh, Dollarama here. As I pull my mask down to smell, your mask up! and now I have another guy <laughs> yelling at me over here. Please leave the store. There's no need to to talk
1: to people like that. It's really rude. (laughs) There's no
0: need to bring that mask down. I literally was trying to smell a candle. You were in yours, and then you were abusive to me. Your staff staff started shouting at him. Actually,
1: and so is your staff screaming at him. We need. To what leave? He's got a mask on. He it? was not keeping it on. I was That's trying to smell a candle. A candle.
0: The can- mask stays on at all times. How do 100%. I smell a candle?
1: You have to just do the well, best you, should- you can. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How ridiculous. The guy was actually wearing a mask. Yeah, how ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, how dumb is that? And it's the dumbest thing ever.
0: You know, and the, the thing is, the dude that's working at this store thinks that he's right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> Man, talk about what, what does Dr. Malone call it? The mass formation psychosis. Yeah, that guy was Holy definitely part cow. of the third. Yes.
0: You know, the thing is, I don't know who was stupider here. The guy that was screaming that he didn't have his mask up or the guy that was shopping for smell good candles in a dollar general.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you can find a really good gym in those dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the gentral, I like to call
0: the gentral. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought that was a funny ass soundbite, just of how crazy this world is. But not, mind you, that's in Canada. Right. That is not America. We What's don't...
1: with you in Canada today? Well, just a couple
0: of the stories that we've gotten about mask madness and COVID <laughs> madness came from Canada. Well, and then Australia. Yeah. I mean, it's trying to get here.
1: Yeah, it's trying. I don't
0: know. There's an ass for every seat. Speaking of which.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is ear piercing. Okay. awful. The ass of the week this
0: week is a guy by the name of Michael Hiltzik you ever heard of this guy? Never. Of course you haven't, because he's not famous, because he works for the LA Times. And that is equivalent to working at the National Enquirer uh, nowadays. And here's why. This guy is the ass of the week. He wrote a piece, and the headline of this piece is, Mocking anti-vaxxers' death is ghoulish, yes, but may be necessary.
1: What an idiot. What an idiot. What? <laughs>
0: Where do these people come up with their ridiculous ideas of what's right and wrong
1: number one they don't have jesus in their heart and that is a completely evil thing to say
0: it really is
1: it's an evil thing to even title anything
0: if an anti-vaxxer dies you can mock their death
1: yeah that's a joke
0: so i i don't know but he deserves to be ass of the week and and, yeah so his story was made up about this lady named kelly earnby uh she's a gop figure in orange county california who died from covid she was unvaxxed She wasn't she never necessarily said that the vaccine is bad as much as she said the mandates are bad. The same thing that we say here. Mm -hmm. So, sir, if you're going to make fun of a person like that, would it be okay that if you are if you do get the vaccine and you start developing cardiac problems, if you're a woman and you develop reproductive Issues, you know, like the women that went through menopause, took the vaccine, and now they're, going, they're their period started again. Mm-hmm. Same with the young ladies that have taken the vaccine. and Their period stopped, and they're afraid they're going to be sterile now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or how about the 12-year-old who became wheelchair-bound, Maddie DeGray?
1: Mm. Bless her heart.
0: Because she was part of the Pfizer trial. Right. And Pfizer didn't even report that. They just said that she had uh, gastrointestinal. Stomach issues. Yeah,
1: stomach, yeah, stomach issues. Day. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So so what, I guess so according to his logic, if you're going to make fun of the anti-vaxxers, I guess I could make fun of the vaxxers for those problems, right?
1: With the same logic, sure. With it's, the same
0: logic. But you know, like
1: I said, it's evil.
0: We're good people. We don't think like that. It is evil. Whenever somebody dies, whether they're vaxxed or not, it's a sad day because that was somebody's kid. That was somebody's brother or sister, somebody's mom or dad. You yeah. don't celebrate stuff like that. Nope. So he is the ass, complete and total ass of the week.
1: I need to make some corrections from last week.
0: Okay, Ooh. go ahead.
1: I, um, the flagpole, case i told you about
0: yeah where uh you have to fill out a piece of paper to put a flag up
1: an application in boston in boston right so i told you that that was going to be heard by the supreme court last week it is actually not going to be heard until next week so i was way off on my date Uh,
0: speaking of the supreme court they had a good ruling that came down in favor of freedom
1: they sure did and the supreme court blocks the biden federal vaccine or test mandate for large businesses with uh,
0: 100 or more employees. 100 or
1: more employees.
0: So mm-hmm. individual freedom one. Yes. Good deal.
1: Yes. On the other hand, they allowed the Biden vaccine mandate for healthcare employees at facilities receiving Medicare and Medicaid funds. Mhm.
0: But still, if you it are a private a if you are private enterprise
1: you do not have to vaccinate your employees. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or mandate your vac- your employees to be vaccinated. So.
0: Well, I, I think that's a win for individual freedom.
1: So here's another correction that I have regarding Georgia and the ballot box stuffing that we spoke about last week. Okay. So he wasn't stuffing the ballot box per se he was actually ballot harvesting okay so I told you wrong so ballot harvesting is um illegal until COVID-19 what
0: is ballot harvesting
1: <laughs> it's whenever someone goes out to let's just say Joe goes out to pick up a bunch of ballots from a nursing home and he either fills out those ballots for those nursing home people helps them or yeah okay yeah or uh he, he fills out additional ones and just kind of throws them in The mix. Oh, so in a nursing home
0: that let's just say has 100 patients, or they're not patients;
1: they're not they're people.
0: But yeah, for (laughs) a nursing home that has 100 residents, he goes and harvests those ballots from the nursing home to take them to the polling spot. Yes. So, but instead of him leaving with 100, he leaves with 150.
1: Right. And he added those last
0: 50. Right. And he's getting paid 10 bucks a ballot to do Mm -hmm.
1: it. So the fact of the matter is, is that he committed fraud. And he got paid to commit that fraud. And um, there's a difference between ballot box stuffing versus ballot harvesting. So I gotcha. wanted to make that correction. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, regardless, it's all fraud. It is. It Doesn't is. Mean, you know what another- but there's a
1: big difference in people in the voting, the election voting integrity stuff. There's a big difference. So I sure. just wanted to differentiate.
0: Sure. But in my opinion, there's no difference of fraud for fraud. That's true. It's just fraud. You know, do you want to hear another fraud that was perpetrated on us this week?
1: Yeah. uh, No, I don't want to hear about it.
0: But it (laughs) happened. Okay. So for those of you who have not seen my TikTok about a former employee of mine who stole, flat ass stole a fuel card out of one of my tank trucks and started using it for himself. Mm hmm. Our tank trucks run on diesel, and he started buying gasoline after I fired him.
1: In weird amounts.
0: uh, Wild amounts. Like, it started out like he was testing the waters to see if he could get caught.
1: uh, Yeah, and the statements come, you know, like six weeks after the month ends or whatever. So, I I go back and look at these, and I'm like, $2? $3? Like, what's that about? Six bucks, and then a 40 bucks, and then a two dollar then a three dollar and I'm like, what in the world and that's when gas was starting to go up it started so basically
0: down. what happened is i had this employee that i fired in mid-october he's gone i fired him because he did a horrible job i wouldn't if he's looking for a recommendation for his next job worst thing he could do is put me down absolutely but anyway
1: he stood you up he didn't get he stood he stood up a job
0: exactly is why he got let go exactly mm-hmm. so i fired him in mid-october he's gone that fuel card silent. Then the beginning of November, it started getting all kinds of charges for gasoline. Well, that's peculiar. Before November was over, with we had a fuel bill of gasoline, which I don't buy gasoline with these cards. Gasoline of what, six hundred and fifty bucks or something? It was
1: a lot, and I'm sure if I would go back and look at the statements, every like I could go back and pinpoint it. But we only went back one month,
0: right? And yeah. see, we get a statement once a month, so. If he does this for 30 days and I'm, I, we would never catch it. We don't catch it until right. the bill comes. Right. And that's, and he obviously knew that. Mm. So he took the damn thing, ran us up a hell of a bill. Jessica calls me whenever I'm working one day and she says, hey, the white truck, who is buying gasoline on that gas card?" I said, what?
1: That truck isn't running.
0: Yeah, that truck is parked. We don't have a driver. I fired that driver.
1: But check with the other driver. And make sure he didn't accidentally put it in his truck or something. Right. Or if something was wrong with his card, you know, we f- switched him out or but whatever. But it still
0: didn't explain the gasoline versus diesel. Right. Right. So, long story short... I knew it was fraudulent.
1: I had an inkling of who it was. And sure enough, we get to the office over there with the surveillance. We go to
0: Andrew's Oil in Mount Carmel. We say, pull up mm-hmm. surveillance. I want to see who who purchased this purchase right here. And it's that Jackass mm-hmm. in his van. Not only was he filling up his van, he opened the hatchback of the van, pulled out two five-gallon gas cans, filled those up, threw them back in there, and he started doing this, what, almost every day? Yes. That's how he ran up such a big bill so fast.
1: Mm. We, have, we still, to this day, have no idea what he was filling up. No kidding. If it was another vehicle, packing off
0: 10 gallons of gas a day.
1: Yeah. And it was every day. I bet you he was selling it. When I called the office up there at Andrews, I said, you know, uh, can you tell me the last time this card was used? And she said, oh, this morning at 9 a.m. I'm like, do what? so I exactly yeah they immediately shut it off and
0: yeah we had the card shut off the second we found out you know and i and then i filed a report Mm -hmm. i called the cops filed a report uh they issued a warrant for his arrest they got him on 11 counts of forgery which forgery is what they charge you with whenever you illegally use a credit card it's a felony
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so he's sitting in jail right right for 10 days right he has a bond of three thousand dollars well then he had a bond hearing and they lowered it from three thousand to five hundred.
1: Why'd they do that? I don't know. Okay.
0: And from what I understand, it was the judge's discretion that that happened. There was no law that kicked in that said he has to have a cheaper bond. Really? That's what I understand.
1: And this guy's got multiple misdemeanors and felonies, well,
0: right? He, he is right now. He's also on his rap sheet. Is up against a meth charge. Oh, I didn't tell you that either, did I? Oh. That he was trying to sell meth out we of, one don't of our care. tank truck. I mean,
1: we believe in second chances. That's the whole reason. Well, why yeah, we hired of course. So,
0: well, guys like that make it tougher for me to want to give somebody a second chance,
1: right? Right. They it rent really it f- does. They run it for a lot of people.
0: Did you know that he was trying to sell that shit out of our tank truck?
1: Had no idea.
0: So I pull up on a location with a on a tank truck job for this customer. of Wait, no. Okay,
1: for real? Yeah. Okay, go on.
0: So I pull up on a tank truck job for this customer of ours. The roustabout walks up to me and says, well, you don't look like I'll just call him H.W. I said, no, no, he's gone. I fired his ass. He's like, that's probably a good thing, because last time he was here, he jumped out of the truck, looked right at me and said, hey, do you want an upper? What's an upper? I don't really know.
1: Is this drug lingo? I think it is. he was selling, then he was. Well, you know, I think
0: some drugs are called uppers and other ones are called downers.
1: Oh, I like, wouldn't know w- the difference.
0: Shit, I don't know either. Mm. But anyway, he said, Do you want an upper? And this guy said, No, no, I, I'm I'm a beer drinker. I just drink a couple beers at the end of the day and go to bed. Oh, you're a downer. <laughs> <laughs> so I wished this guy would have called me the second that happened because I would have sent that I would have sent HW and- kicking rocks right yeah, then. Yeah. But what really pisses me off is his bail got dropped to five hundred and he got bailed out. He couldn't afford three thousand, but he dropped somebody dropped it to five hundred the judge dropped it to 500. He found another guy that has a tank truck company to come bail him out.
1: Hmm.
0: I found this out. So you know what I did? What? Found out who that guy was that bailed him out. And I called that guy and I told him everything about HW.
1: What?
0: I told him about HW trying to sell drugs out of my truck. I told, told him about HW stealing $650 worth of gasoline from me.
1: What did this guy say? The new employer of...
0: He was embarrassed. He was. Yeah, he was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed that I just bailed this guy out. I said, yeah, "Yeah, you just lost 500 bucks on this asshole because you ain't never going to get it back.
1: Oh, shoot. Poor guy. Yeah, I hate that. But, but you know what? At I, the same time, you've got to give the guy credit because he's like, well, I'm going to give this guy a second chance. And this
0: would be like his fifth chance.
1: Right. At which that employer would have no idea. And just this guy like, does
0: not deserve another just chance. Just like we would
1: have no idea. We no, had no exactly. idea how much of a how much of an absolute liar this guy was. Ex-
0: exactly. Yeah, he's
1: like 30, like 29 Yo, 30 oh, yeah. years old.
0: Yeah. And he deserve. in my opinion, he deserves to be locked up the rest of his life.
1: Yeah. He's a thief. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's out roaming around now.
0: He's out roaming around.
1: Okay, nice.
0: Actually, I think he had a pre- preliminary court hearing for these meth charges and the forgery today. I'll have to hmm. check into that.
1: Yeah, judici.com.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, we know that God meets you where you're at, right? No matter where you are in your in your faith, in your spiritual whatever, he meets you where you're at. So
0: Well, explain that. Does does that mean that he's meeting HW somewhere?
1: I really believe that if he has the ability to have his eyes open and his heart open to Jesus and what, what God has done for all of us. I really, I really think so. He'll meet him exactly where he's at. Let me give you an example. Well, he needs
0: to meet him in jail.
1: (laughs) That's your opinion. Yeah.
0: Well, he's a, he's, and I agree. He's he belongs a in jail.
1: He belongs in jail. I totally agree with that. I agree with it. He's a thief. He needs to do some time. A liar. Yes. He's lied. Um, if his
0: mouth is moving, he's lying. Yeah. We all know people like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate, but I do know that Jesus will meet him where he's at. And I, and I pray that for him. Yeah. Cause that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Let hey. me tell you a story about that. When we were in Nashville, when, when God's going to meet you where you're at, when, when we were in Nashville, we were at Walgreens, I had to stop and get some diapers and, I ran into a girlfriend um, or one of my girlfriends lived down there and she just had a baby. So I wanted to drop off some diapers because the town is big to us. I'm like, well, Walgreens is right down the road from her house. So we'll just stop there and I'll grab some (laughs) some small things. So we're waiting in line just to be nice. Yes, absolutely. You don't show up empty handed. So we waited in line for what seemed like 20 or 30 minutes. And I know it wasn't that long, but it was oh, my gosh, it was forever long. Slow. There is a cash app guy in the front there's two people like trying to put money into this cash app and get money out it was that I've never heard anything like this so so they're working on this both cashiers are and then the guy goes to pay for his rubber bands and he doesn't have enough money, so then the guy behind us pays the change. Yeah,
0: it's like a buck seventy one 71 or something. Yeah, and
1: me in my mind, I'm just like, gosh, would you guys just hurry up? So the guy runs out to the car. He doesn't find any cash in the car, so then he's trying to find his lady in the store. So he's running around all over the place, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? So the guy behind us is like, oh, I'm just going to pay the extra, you know, dollar seventy five.
0: Which that guy didn't look like he had a dollar seventy five either.
1: In my mind, I'm like, how silly am I not to see this? right in front of me. I could have just paid the dollar seventy five and just like blessed that guy in front of us, right? Right. So I like stopped in my tracks and I'm looking at this man behind us who's paying paying the change. And I took I looked at Ryan and I said, you know what? I just feel compelled to purchase this guy's laundry detergent that he's buying because that's all he had in his hand. Right. And I said, Ryan, we're going to buy this guy's laundry detergent. I said, you check out over there and I'm going to buy his stuff over here. That's right. And, um, he said, thank you so much. You have no idea. So, so he like invested, a dollar seventy five into the guy who didn't have the change for the for the rubber bands, and then God laid it on my heart to turn around and
0: purchase his laundry to turn Yes,
1: him. yes. I just um. Which and that, he I said, mean, thank you, thank you so much. And I just turned around and I said, you know, that's how God works. Exactly. That is just how God works. Yep. Period. I Love could loving be the, your neighbor. I could be the most sinner of sinners, and I just purchased that because I felt compelled to. Exactly. You know, I can, and that's just how it works. Yes. So. Absolutely. God uses people. So, anyways, yeah. I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to gloat or anything. I'm just trying to give you an example of just what happened to us. Well, this that's weekend. what kindness
0: looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with sharing your story of kindness. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're mm-hmm. gloating and you're saying, "Look how perfect I am."
1: Well, because we're not. That's Trust the show. Me.
0: But speaking of perfect, you know who is perfect? Some of our listeners.
1: Tell me more.
0: Well, we got email this week from bushelsandbarrels1 at gmail.com.
1: Some great people. They were great yeah. people.
0: We got listeners in Ohio, Texas, Kansas, Michigan, and they just they sent an email what just saying how much they really like you. And, and, and the email that struck me the most personally was... Let there, me
1: guess. Let me guess. The one where they called me Jennifer. I'm just kidding. No, I thought that was funny. I've been called Jennifer my entire life. I have dark hair, super dark hair, and I don't know why people just call me Jennifer. (laughs) Hobby damn. (laughs) So I thought it was really funny. So anyways, it's (laughs) Jessica, by the way.
0: (laughs) Hello, Jennifer.
1: Oh, shoot. Go on.
0: (laughs) No, one of our listeners from Kansas, uh, he's an oil producer. He is a hardworking SOB, just like we are. And in his email, and I, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but he lives in the area where the, they had the four-county fire. Have you heard about that?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Recently in Kansas, there was a four-county fire. It's a wildfire is what it was, and it tore through their prairie. Uh, I think it burnt down like 20 homes. People lost everything, all kinds of cattle that were in the pasture, burned up and died. Uh, just a devastating event for that area.
1: Sounds devastating.
0: And, you know, in in his... uh email he said that no one is giving up no one is moving away everybody's determined to build back to to start over and w- one of these people one of these cattle producers he said had 100 years i mean that's like four or five generations worth of genetics that he's built up through his cattle
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's gone mm. And the people that do have cattle still there, it sounded to me like, you know, obviously their pasture's burned up. I would say a great amount of their hay burned up. So what happens in agriculture whenever your fellow farmer is in trouble or needs help?
1: You lend a hand.
0: Damn right. And at the end of his email, he said something to the tune of there's nothing that makes you feel like more of an, more of an American and that this place has a chance than watching a semi-load of hay come rolling through town to help rescue these poor people with a huge American flag flying over the top of it while listening to the Bushels and Barrels program. (laughs)
1: That's awesome.
0: You want to talk about just the words of an email giving me chills. Mm. Because I I can see it. I can too. Minus the Bushels and Barrels podcast. (laughs) I can see it. I, can, I, I mean, we've all seen it. You know, whenever a farmer might have cancer or, or die unexpectedly, all the neighbors come and help harvest his crop. Yeah. It's just what we do here in flyover country. And it's it's always a great story. And to hear that, kudos, it gives me such hope. It just lets me know there are great people. America's best days are still ahead of it.
1: Absolutely, you have
0: people out there still willing to do this, no matter what the jackasses in Washington are trying to shove down our throat. Right, we are still out here. We're kicking. Yeah. We're doing good. And we don't need their help.
1: Hey, question. Yeah, how do you do? You feel like the election was rigged, stolen, or what do you think about the election of twenty twenty? Change your pace here. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, red dan stolen
1: the best is yet to come what are we doing about it Bitching. you think so yeah do you think there's anything gonna happen no okay that's well
0: you know i say that i, but disagree then I with just you. i just saw a report yesterday that i've never dreamed that i would see but i just saw it yesterday on tv there is a huge amount a huge amount of money that's being funneled towards the secretary of state races
1: and why? why? Because the
0: Secretary of State is the one that oversees the elections.
1: Right.
0: Like that, who's the guy in Georgia, that Rasmusberger, burger <laughs> Brad, <Rothlisberger or laughs>
1: Brad Raffensburger. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that, that guy, in my opinion, is a POS.
1: Yeah.
0: And he needs to go. And he has raised $400,000 for his campaign. And some other guy that's now running for Secretary of State down there has raised six hundred and thirty.
1: Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. So, good.
0: in that aspect, maybe people are fighting back. I don't know.
1: They are fighting back.
0: Swinging back to, uh, to the beginning of the program tonight or today or whenever you're listening, all, all we know is we started at six minutes past the hour.
1: <laughs> six minutes.
0: <laughs> Little radio lingo there yeah. for you. Uh, that Australian said the reason that everything is going so bad regarding COVID mandates down there is because they don't have guns.
1: Lack of guns. Yep. They gave them up. Isn't Willing- that something? Willingly gave them up. He just Mm -hmm.
0: and he flat ass told he said that will never what's going on in Australia will never happen in the United States. As long as you guys have guns,
1: Americans will not give their guns away. That's right. We won't.
0: I never thought of it like that.
1: That's a great point.
0: It really is It's
1: a great point.
0: Was there anything else you want to discuss tonight, sweetheart, or this afternoon
1: (laughs) or this morning? I'm having I'm having a good time with your podcast. Me, too. I'm very surprised. I am very surprised that so many people enjoy my point of view
0: you are you make this podcast
1: there's a lot of people who don't know me though and they think that i've like you know i'm just a shell i'm just wi- ryan's wife
0: no she's not a <laughs> so. shell i'm the shell i need no. a shell she she bombards me
1: no shoot shoot <laughs> but no i i'm i'm very I'm, number one it's always weird to hear your voice Always. Well, yeah, of course. You always think that that's going to be, it's going to change whenever you get older or whatever. Well, it's still weird. Right. Period. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're having a good time. I'm we are. Anything.
0: We hope that you're having a good time. And I think we're going to call it good for this week. All
1: right. Don't forget that one at the end of the uh, email address.
0: Yeah. Of bushelsandbarrels1 at wanna- gmail.com. Please let me know you're out there. if you And yeah. if there's a topic you want to hear. I would love to do some research and talk about something that I don't know. It's got to be interesting to me, though, as well. Well, we're going to get out of here. We're so glad that you joined us tonight. And uh, you were born an American.
1: Don't forget to be one.
0: Damn right. We'll see you guys next Friday, as usual. Thanks for joining us. Adios.